0: Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Well listeners, we've covered some mighty impressive mustaches in our time together, but we may be covering one of the greatest mustaches known to all humans. It has nothing to do with how amazingly precise it's been groomed or how bushy it is or anything like that, no. It is just how perfectly seamless it goes with this man's face. Have you ever seen Tom Selleck without a mustache? It's like seeing a shaggy dog with no fur. It's just wrong. You just know something's missing, Selleck must have woken up one day after not shaving for a week, looked in the mirror and told himself, holy shit, I'm going to be a fucking movie star. Because although he had some stints in Hollywood early on before the mustache, it wasn't until he unveiled that multi-bristled goodness on Magnum P.I. that he'd quickly become a legendary actor. Today we cover maybe not one of his greatest outings on the silver screen, but let's face it, the dude looks fantastic throughout. BattleBots Assemble, because we are covering 1984's Runaway. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast. We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll face the jokes, and then we'll all go home. game the
1: legendary hairy upper lips. It's the Mustachio Podcast. Podcastio.
0: All right, today I am absolutely excited to welcome our guest. If you all haven't realized, I have a profound love for comedy, all things funny, improv, everything. Even though I'm not good at it myself, I love enjoying it as an audience member. Well, my guest today is a comedic performer who earned some major street cred for her one woman show, Claim Jumper. She's now an official member of the Crips. Her name is Grace Harriman. Welcome to the show, Grace.
1: Hello, thank you so much for having me. And you're a good improviser, what are you talking about? (laughs)
0: well I, I think i got a lot of work to do but you
1: know no it's like one of those things like the first year there's so much exponential growth yeah like it has i mean and you were good already so it's just like in that yeah you got to get going and then you're gone you're you're there you know you're like on that next level
0: yeah i know i have to i'm just gonna blame covid for my la- my, my my no improv career for not having an improv career
1: yeah you should i mean i'm blaming covid like my whole I can't do improv right now. And like, and my youth is stolen.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It is pretty fucked up, but you know what? We're, we're just, we're continuing to truck. There are so many podcasts out there and I am blessed to have you on mine. I I know that you're busy.
1: Thank you. I am blessed to be on yours.
0: (laughs) I think it's going to be fun.
1: Uh, When you said, can you be on this podcast? I was like, yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you so you you were like i don't really want to pick the movie like you go ahead and pick it and i'll roll with it when i am
1: not a person who like <laughs> looks at male um like male grooming like i wouldn't notice something like, like clothes yeah yeah prada like that like clothes fashion sex in the City, like that kind of stuff i i love i understand i know but like men, men's mustaches it's unfamiliar territory
0: <laughs> and uh, I really like that though because I don't get that often usually people are super like they're excited about talking whatever movie they really enjoy or they they would love to talk about on this show and I like the fact that I I'd been wanting to do Runaway I somebody so there's a discord there's a, a kind of a, a group of listeners for this podcast called the Grindin podcast and they have a discord and I chat with everybody in there and somebody brought this up I believe and I I put it on the list. I have this like just generic, like random list of whenever I run into anyone, I tell them, Oh yeah, I have this podcast, Mustache Field Podcast. They're like, Oh, you should do this. And so I always add it to the list. Runaway was one of them. And I didn't know what to expect. I'd never seen it before. So this
1: massage is a character in the film.
0: Oh, it's gorgeous he looks fantastic like he looks super good i knew it was gonna have some sort of futuristic element to it you could just kind of tell from the cover i
1: didn't (laughs) so it started and i'm like all right we're in a cornfield there's a robot but all the cars are strangely from the 80s like they didn't go with the futuristic cars they kept everything else the same yeah but they're it's like, "Well, like we are in the future, and there are robots." Okay, suspend your yes. disbelief.
0: Yeah, they they really kept the budget low. They didn't deal with any of that bullshit.
1: they are like, "Fuck you!" If you don't get that this 1983 cop car <laughs> is from the future, you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> and I was gonna tell you, I meant to tell you this before we started recording. So the YouTube version that I sent you, I I didn't watch it. I watched I watched the beginning, like I watched like the first 15 minutes, and I was like there's no, there's something fucking weird about this movie starting with all of a sudden there's like a fucking little robot guy
1: and they cut off the beginning. But I was like, I was like, this is fine. I don't want you
0: didn't miss a thing. I don't want the. (laughs) you didn't fucking miss a thing. I'll I'll go through it because we will be going beat by beat, but it won't take me long to get to where you started watching because
1: I'll jump in right then and there because I'll have to tell you there's some lines that I wrote down that are just too good.
0: Oh, yes. Well, you know, um, After we're done going through this movie, I do have a segment that I that I normally bring up called quick impressions. I'll do one, and you're welcome to do one if you if you feel like it.
1: Oh yeah, I'll do the impression justice. But like, I have some lines that I'm gonna I'm gonna (laughs) when I meet people, I'm definitely gonna say them to
0: them. Well, I never do the impressions justice. I I think actually, the worse it is, the better sometimes. So. Alright, so we are going to go ahead and uh, break this movie down. This is called The Movie Breakdown. Okay, so you know, you didn't see this part, but there's some opening credits that just sort of look like Atari graphics, and you see some circuit boards. Then you see our mustachioed uh, actor here, Tom Selleck. He's wearing some Sally Jesse Raphael glasses, and uh, we see that we are in a. he's in a police department, so right away we know he's a cop. Tom gets called to the phone to take down a report as what looks like uh, the captain of the precinct introduces us to Tom's new partner. So this is where we meet Officer Thompson. Uh, I realized right away that this is actually that G.W. Bailey uh, who plays the chief of police. Um, He's uh, in the Police Academy movies. I was like, hey, there's that dude. And that actually came out the same year. So I feel like maybe this dude has fonder memories of police academy than this movie <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can't blame the guy the the chief says uh good luck with this guy so we know that tom's gonna be a real piece of shit to work with because he's you know the, the guy's like yeah you know have fun with him his new partner was um uh p- apparently in traffic so thompson was actually in traffic before they gave before they transferred him over to uh to this department that we're gonna learn a little bit more about so she doesn't have too much of experience, but uh, they get going right away, like no fucking training or nothing. And this is when this we start, <laughs> like, it's like, boom, grab this shit, grab that. We're going to go out to this field. We got to yeah. call. So they're heading out to that farm and we see what looks like that metal Tonka truck toy lifting a caterpillar off. a. Of At first we see it lifted off a leaf and then we see that's when we hit that little robot. Just It's just churning through the field like. I don't know. Yeah, like
1: a corn it's going through the corn maze. Yeah, it's it's, cornfields.
0: It's not having a good day. It's just fuck this job and it's heading through.
1: I think I loved it too when uh, when they both like pick it up together at one point and there's just an explosion.
0: <laughs> yeah, like because they're in the helicopter at some point and he's like, yeah, it's
1: – When we find out, he's afraid of heights.
0: Yes, he's afraid of heights. He says uh, they're going to go look for these 7799 agricultural pest controllers. We
1: got to talk about that too. So <laughs> clearly like <laughs> this is – it's so funny to me because um, – and I was writing this down. I was like – I wrote down series 12. It's like they have no technology vernacular. So like, whoever wrote this was like, hmm, like, uh, oh, break into the mainframe, series 12. Uh, yeah. They just made everything up.
0: Yeah, everything has coded numbers, and they're trying super hard for it to sound. And it's based off a book by Michael uh, Crichton, I think. Yeah, it's his name.
1: he's the guy who wrote Jurassic Park.
0: Yes, and he wrote this, apparently. And I almost want to read the fucking book at this point because I'm like – it's got to be better (laughs) it's got to be better than this but uh we're stuck here with uh, with this movie they're in the helicopter and yes um it's so funny because tom Selleck asked the the pilot are we almost there yet and then the pilot is like well yeah you can go and look so he opens like this little I guess it's almost like some shades or something, and he opens them up, and Tom Selleck looks out the fucking helicopter, and he gets all freaked out. I'm like, why the fuck did you ask him if y'all were there yet if you're so worried about looking out the helicopter, dude? Like,
1: He's like, are you ready? I gotta show my weakness. I
0: <laughs> Get ready for this. I know I look tough, but...
1: You're pretty lady. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually just a sensitive man, you know, when you peel back all these layers.
0: <laughs> so they land that plane... Tom tells the officer to put on her robot gloves because I guess they need gloves to grab these robots. They meet the farmer dudes. And you just see this, like, zigzag course of the robots are going. And, yeah, right away, Officer Thompson just runs into the field. No direction whatsoever. She's ready to go. She fucking runs. And, yeah, like you said, she grabs the robot. (laughs) And for fucking no reason, it explodes. Like, it got mad or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then now it's like a freaking robot Easter egg hunt. They're looking for the other robot to take it out of commission. It's going haywire. It doesn't really look like it's going that fast, but no,
1: no, no, not they at seem
0: all. to be having trouble catching it. Finally, mm-hmm. they catch it, and it also explodes, and you see this, like, big old explosion in the distance of the field. Yeah. And it's really funny because the farmers are like, well, fuck, man. We could have done that. You just fucking blew up our robots. <laughs>
1: I mean how many times though in this film were the police called when it was like not a police? Like
0: Yeah. I feel like they're constantly trying to justify. So so everyone, this police squad is called, I think, the Runaway Squad. Yeah. And they basically their job is to go and deal with angry printer machines (laughs) that aren't behaving properly and they go they're like the geek squad of cops yeah i actually
1: wrote i was like in a world where uh where cops are actually uh engineers (laughs) it's
0: really fucking weird like why is it why does this have anything to do with the police department but it doesn't
1: make any sense
0: that's what they do and yeah so they they uh they give them back they give them back they go on the helicopter they head back to the precinct and i think now this is when we see thompson talking to i think it's marvin i think his name is he's the other guy that's in their department but he doesn't really get a, I, I feel like he probably had a storyline and they just kind of like cut that off because they're like well we don't want to add more to this
1: i yeah, was introduced really quickly without any explanation oh. also the point where we get to know a little bit more about these characters
0: yes <laughs> Thompson says some stuff, right, about herself
1: Yeah, and this is my quote I was gonna be a dancer, but then I became a robot expert
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she, uh you know, sometimes you just don't know what life's going to do. It throws you these curveballs.
1: It really does, doesn't it?
0: You're a dancer one day. Next thing you know, boom, you're with Tom Selleck. You're a
1: robot expert. You're fucking Just like robot. that. <laughs> no education. You're running into a cornfield, saving the world from a robot.
0: It's really funny because, like, Tom Selleck tells her, like, oh, you know, like, robots and shit? And she's like, well, I did do data processing. I'm oh, like, I don't think that has anything to do with robots. but that's
1: another, like, a word where they're like, oh, no, the audience will never 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 know what these words mean (laughs) and then it's like well we're in the future now like we're actually in the future guys and none of those words make sense
0: yes y'all are just making shit up so they uh they get a call on the radio because while she's talking they find out there's a 709 and which apparently means somebody has died from a robot's hands or claws i don't know we'll find out and Tom, uh, Tom and his new partner get to the house where a bunch of cops are just standing outside, staring at the fucking place, doing nothing. There's like twelve cops out there, and they're just staring at the house.
1: The dad's outside and the baby's
0: in the house. He's like, "Yeah, my baby's in there." He's like, "Yeah, my baby's in there," and uh, there's not much I can do. And yeah, and the, oh god, like
1: that robot's god. crazy. <laughs>
0: So the the guy in charge tells Tom that there's a model nine twelve that cut up two people inside the house, There's a mom and a daughter. They show Tom the body for some fucking. This is Dateline,
1: all right. <laughs> Dateline episode. It's
0: so fucking weird. It's like, are they trying to? <laughs> They're like trying to hype him up. They're like, look what look what this robot did. Go get it. You know,
1: it's like, what the fuck,
0: man? You didn't have to see them.
1: Then, so then they send in this like basically it. Uh... It looks like, a, like a, a really like chunky iPad that can float to go like look at yes, the house. Yes, a floater. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: like, it's like our drone. Um, but it looks, like you said, it looks like just an iPad with a propeller right smack dab in the middle. And yeah. it has a camera of like Sega CD quality video quality camera because they need to get in there.
1: Yeah, I was like, guys, like that's not going to work.
0: Well, this is when we find out that the robot that's in there is armed because it fucking shoots the fuck out of the floater. With
1: like a shotgun. That that shot was not like a pistol. It was like a full on shotgun. Yeah, it's
0: a 357 Magnum.
1: Yeah, and the dad, the way the dad reacts, he's like, oh man, oh man, oh man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh
1: shit, man. Oh. It's like someone coming off a high
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah he just freaks out because
1: Yeah he's he, like he, oh shit Oh man and you're like dude uh, This is when you're reacting this way Like your wife has been killed Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah the dad gets more concerned because He feels like he's getting accused Of messing with this robot And he's like I didn't do shit to it Like what should I know what's wrong with it Like he just loses his shit Heads
1: off and yeah, he then, runs. That yeah, was the yeah. other funny thing. <laughs> He's like, "No cameras." <laughs> He's like, "That kid can be an orphan." What?
0: <laughs> so then, uh, so yeah, so then they had. Uh, so now <laughs> here's the
1: other crazy thing, though. The <laughs> cameraman, the cameraman follows the Tom Selleck into the house.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, so Tom Selleck gets suited up in like some. Stupid pad shit That I guess is supposed to be Electromagnetic field shit I don't know But his
1: head is just like Out there Yeah it. he has
0: no helmet And right before he goes in the house He actually shoots his laser gun Into the ground I'm like is that safe? You don't like shoot your gun Into the ground Just before you enter a crime scene <laughs> Like what the fuck Just making sure it's working Yeah and He heads in Yeah and that cameraman Cause so there's this fucking reporter She's the one reporter In the whole fucking city I guess Cause she's the only one we see And she's badgering him This whole time That he's going back and forth trying to figure out what's going on in the house and, and he heads into the house and that reporter sends her her cameraman in, in with them yeah and uh and so then the he looks at his he looks at the cameraman and he's like the cameraman's at the doorway of the house and he's telling the cameraman like get the fuck out of here dude like he's waving him off but then the cameraman's like pointing at his dick or something
1: cameraman is fearless he
0: is fearless he just keeps he's just <laughs> he's what every
1: newsroom like that who's like Robot with a shotgun, I'm in for the story. Let's like, I'm in process. it, guys. I'm so committed. They're,
0: they're walking through slowly, you know, they're just kind of making sure everything's really quiet. And then all the fucking sudden, boom, we hear that 357 Magnum once again. And, oh, oh Photog, got, he's down. <laughs> he's dead.
1: is <laughs> yeah, no, dead. Photog the just them. literally looks at like, shakes his head, like, you, you. idiot. <laughs> unfazed by another like human dead on. He's just like, oh, this is, this is my life, you know, dealing with robots and I'm a cop.
0: Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm here for the robots. I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel anything for this human that made this mistake. And you do see a shadow all of a sudden. Cause in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is a fucking robot. It's as got it's, it's being able to shoot a 357 Magnum who knows how it looks, but then you see a shadow and I'm like, okay, what the fuck was that? Cause that looked like it was like the height of our, like where our knees are at. And I didn't see any arms, so I was very confused as to how this was happening. But Tom goes ahead and he heads into the hallway, and he's being really quiet. And he sees the baby. The baby's all the way down the hallway in, like, perfect action movie sequence where you see the baby in the little crib crying. And he starts heading over. Boom, bullets start firing toward his head because the robot's in the house, and I guess it's, like, got a heat sensor or some shit and he ends up going into a bedroom the robot opens the bathroom door <laughs> i don't know how because then we see the robot and it looks like a overhead projector
1: yeah <laughs> was and that was also shocking i was like what the
0: fuck how is it doing the first one
1: kind of looks like an overhead projector like a more mo- the one that went in the first time
0: yes yes yeah
1: i've had the same like they had the pieces probably
0: and they're like oh well we should just use the same pieces from like the first one yeah let's just recycle this shit yeah 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 yeah. tom shoots the robot with the space laser it dies immediately he walks up to it and looks down on it like the piece of shit that it is he's like you son of a bitch he picks up the little aryan baby (laughs) he heads out of the porch everyone cheers as they learn that the cameraman is dead (laughs) They're all clapping and I'm like, y'all know. You...
1: Did not the reporter leave?
0: I think she. I, yeah, I don't. I didn't see her again. So I, I guess she was like, oh. You felt
1: real stupid about setting that camera. <laughs> like you're a murderer.
0: And that was on live TV. Like that was happening because, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Because then we see we see a kid and he's looking at the TV watching Tom at the exact time at the exact same time he's coming home. This fucking kid.
1: My God. I got things to say, too, about all this. Like all- <laughs>
0: well, he's, he's he's like, it was cool to see you on TV, Dad. And it was cool to see you go in the house. And then Thompson's with them, And he's like, I saw you there, too. But you didn't go in the house.
1: Because <laughs> like, you're a woman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, I bet you wish you could have gone in. And Thompson's like, nah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> also, was it just me where I was like, you're like 12.
0: You're not he's 12, seven
1: but- you're not the kid from sleepless in Seattle like you need to grow up
0: yeah that's what freaked me out is he looks like he's 10 or 12 but he talks like the way I talk like it's five six years old it's really weird and uncomfortable and he reads his lines like he's reading like there's no there's nothing behind the eyes man he's like Anakin Skywalker and the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars Phantom Menace that little kid same shit. that's the same
1: the thing about this kid, though, is, like, what, is it just me or, like, do all kids from, like, 80s movies look the same? Like, they all have that brown hair and then the freckles?
0: Yes, floppy hair and <laughs> freckles.
1: Yeah, it's, like, straight. They all look the same. And I was like, wait, have I seen this kid? And then I was like, no. I mean, you have seen this kid in every other 80s movie, but an <laughs> yep, yep. actor.
0: Uh, by the way, I looked up this guy.
1: Me too, Gosh. I did too. And
0: apparently he's a, he robbed a bank.
1: I <laughs> saw that in Canada. He's the, He must be the only Canadian who's like off robbing banks.
0: Yep. Yeah, he actually just used his finger as a gun.
1: I did see that his IMDb page is literally a mugshot. Yep. Oh, so this was all downhill.
0: That was so fucking hilarious to me. When I looked and I saw just the mugshot, I was like, oh, whoever did this has the greatest sense of humor
1: yeah i thought the same thing i was like oh is this a joke and then i was like oh no he really he robbed like more than one day
0: yeah he was like on a roll like he i he kind of looks like he went on a on a dr- the drug path and uh he needed to fund it
1: yeah <laughs> well what better way right you so, know what? So, we always say that
0: it's and it's kind of amazing that we could tell that this kid was gonna grow up to be a real piece of shit you know <laughs>
1: I mean, we could have called – I mean, he was raised by a robot, all right? That's what happened. Yeah.
0: We find out that Tom owns his own fucking robot, and it basically looks like a hi-fi Sony stereo setup (laughs) on wheels.
1: Louise? Louise, is that her name? Yeah. I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, okay, so my mom has a Roomba. Is this, like, a (laughs) Roomba?
0: It's basically, like, yeah, it's like a Roomba that also – it's, like, a little cook, and it manages the household – It seems pretty fun, except it's really fucking slow. So I feel like it would take forever to do anything. Uh, Tom seems happy with it. And she sends Bobby to go to bed. And the robot says that it will verify that Bobby brushes his teeth. I don't know how, but it will. And this is when we find out that Tom's wife died in a car crash. So this is what. Yeah, and the
1: way he like, he's such a classic, like with folding mail. She's like, what happened? You married? What happened to your wife? And he's like, she died. Yeah. Anytime a guy says something like, oh yeah, she died, <laughs> you're like, whoa.
0: It's almost like he doesn't say it, but he's like, so we can have sex now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> I mean, like, I felt like, though, you know, normal circumstances, this woman would be like, is he having sex with the nanny, like, who takes care of his kids? But she's like, no, it's a robot. So, <laughs> well, toss her off the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what else Louise can Louise can do. I mean, we don't know that's she, true she might come with some special features it's a very
1: modern world right yes.
0: <laughs> so they they talk about this is when they start talking about robots him and Thompson and she says that she had a series 10 and it was a lemon blah 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 and Tom calls um, I think she ends up heading out because the robot's like hey are you gonna stay the night and she's like no I just <laughs> I just met this guy I don't really want to stay the night so she heads out And Louise says that uh, she notices a power surge in the kids' room. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) porn, of course.
0: I'm like, what's going on in this fucking kids' room? I hope he's just playing Nintendo.
1: No, it was porn. Yeah,
0: (laughs) he was just just on VR porn. Oh, the future's going to be great. And uh, Tom walks in, and the kid asks the dad if – is she still at the house? He's really concerned. Like he really wants time. He wants a new mom hard.
1: Also, the other thing about it, I was like, this is the only, this is the only time this is realistic where a kid goes to sleep with their iPad in the bed. I was like, okay, this I can get behind.
0: <laughs> no shit. This, this guy did have
1: a point. In, like that's true. Yeah.
0: Oh, by the way, Thompson's kid is, uh, I mean, not Thompson. Tom's kid is Bobby. That's his name. And, um, and he kind of turns into like a 65 year old mom. Cause he's like. I noticed she didn't have a ring on. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what is wrong with this kid? He's freaking me out. I was like, "Who thought of who? You're not thinking about that at that age. Like, you're not even. You're just being a kid. Like, fucking be a kid, kid. Stop saying weird shit." Yeah. So yeah, so we finally get out of this fucking house, and uh, we're back at the precinct. Officer Marvin, uh, who we met earlier, is explaining that he sees a red stripe in one of the chips of the robot that they blew up earlier at that house. And it looks like it didn't come with the robot when it was sold. So it's super sophisticated, apparently it's, um, hardwired instructions, but, um, I'm not sure what that means. Thomas, Thomas thinking somebody else did it because like, wait, that's just
1: in Spanish. <laughs> I
0: was like, okay, hardwired instructions. <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden the chip fucking flames up and explodes and everyone has to like duck for cover.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And he also, he tackles her. This is when he, like, tackles her, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Tackles her and takes, like, her fluffy, fluffy head. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he really took down all her hair. And there was so much. I was watching that. Like, it literally went down, like, a foot.
0: Oh, my God. I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that later. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, this exploded in their little room there and nobody they don't evacuate nobody freaks out all we do is we see the the chief the chief and he just says Assholes, after the explosion and then marvin says it's a monodicrament dense pack the arson special
1: <laughs> So, like and goes, you just made that word up
0: <laughs> he says this isn't a runaway this is murder so Oh, things are getting serious, everybody. We're not just dealing with little robots chasing them down. They, you know, there's something. End of
1: Act One, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there is something afoot, damn it, and they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. So now we're in uh, the most futuristic '80s police car, like you said. Oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> Tom has his dope aviators on, which I really dig.
1: Again, very like you don't think that yeah. was cooler. Which actually they were again, right? Like, yeah, we're actually wearing sunglasses like that.
0: Yeah, they came back eventually, but man, he—he he looks dope. Like, I gotta admit, he looks re- really good. He makes me want to buy him because I had actually given up on aviators. I was like, I don't want anything that covers. It. I just don't. Like, nah. it, I don't like shit touching my cheek.
1: Most like, people small. gave up on aviators in like 2010.
0: Yeah, it was time to go. May, they'll probably come back though. So they end up at a construction site and. Tom, of course, looks up the skyscraper building, and he's like, "Great," because we know that he has vertigo.
1: Yeah, he hates his <laughs> heights.
0: His greatest weakness. His only <laughs>
1: weakness, except for the <laughs> ladies. Because
0: he's pretty fucking fearless. Other than that, like he pretty he doesn't really give a shit. Like he just does whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, apparently, they have something called the Sacker, which you gotta love that. <laughs> that love that Sacker. <laughs> He it throws big old bags of like concrete and shit at the construction site, but it's going nuts. This
1: was crazy too. I was again like, why were the police called? Right? It's a yeah, construction yes. site. The foreman, the foreman who like, she was like, yeah, this, uh, this robot's going real crazy throwing sandbags everywhere. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it's funny because they get crazy close to the spot where it's fucking throwing the bags. I'm like, guys, you got to create a perimeter here. No, <laughs>
1: I know. They were like, get as close to it as you can. <laughs> it's fucking heavy-ass
0: bags coming down. So he opts not to go up the elevator because it's one of those construction elevators, which will come back around later in the movie. But it's a construction elevator, so it doesn't have any other than just a short little surrounding. You could just fall right out. So Thompson goes up because she's the brave one goes up and she just you hear her on the on the walkie-talkie or whatever and you can barely understand her i'm like this is supposed to be the future you have robots and you can't hear her just a little bit above you in this building where there's no walls like i couldn't believe that she's like and then she's like she just comes out she's like i got it (laughs) so she saved the day she fixed that little robot all the way up at the 18th floor
1: yeah, well, she had to prove her. Then come down she comes and She's like, you know, I was gonna be a dancer.
0: <laughs> She's like, I really danced my way out of that one, didn't I?
1: She like tapped her way through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been nice. They should have worked in. You know what? They kind of do, but they really should have worked in more of her da- dancing skills. Sort of like saves the day or some shit. I
1: definitely think so. Definitely. That been also, awesome. when Tom Selleck introduces himself, like when he's he's asked why. Um, why he's like a, he's into, like, he got into this job. He's like, yeah, I just uh, took some classes. Happened to be the very best there ever was at robots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We get a lot of, I feel like women are not represented well in this movie. We get a lot of mansplaining too. Because she even.
1: It reminds me of like a lot of guys I've been on hinge dates where I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, you're yeah. definitely not good at robots. Okay. <laughs>
0: She asked asked Tom something about how come these robots always break down, and Tom goes, let me tell you how the world is. (laughs) He's like, robots do this. He's
1: like curling the ends of his mustache.
0: Yeah. He's like, nothing works right. Relationships don't work right. People don't work right. Yeah. People make machines, so why should machines be perfect? Thanks Tom.
1: Yeah, that was a great. I did have
0: to say that that line. I was like, "Huh, actually,
1: yeah." <laughs> he won you over. <laughs> it was like, "Good point, Tom." Like, uh, good, not good bad. Point.
0: Not bad, man. So I think now we're back at the house where that murder happened. Tom checks the door recorder, which I guess is basically a video streaming doorbell. If you think like one of those ring doorbells, but it's on a giant ass monitor, and we see some guy who looks guilty as fuck who brings up a project that they're working on. Uh, I guess him and the dad Mr. Johnson and the engineer dad uh, that we saw go bonkers earlier and was like no TV no cameras then all of a sudden we see Gene Simmons by the way we forgot to mention Gene Simmons pops up earlier and he's so obviously the bad guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I was like who is this French actor it's Gene Simmons. Wait, you
0: thought he was a French actor? Yeah,
1: I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Gene Simmons. That's so yeah.
0: funny. Like, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to watch it. I was like, wait, Gene Simmons is in this? And he, he didn't make too many movies, but the, uh, there's a few in the 80s that are quite, they're, they're horrible, but they're also very fun. I mean, this time. had an
1: all-star cast, which we'll get into this other character that was introduced later, where I was like, What? <laughs>
0: so so yeah we we see good old gene simmons again and he says he's from acme robot repairs he says he's got a call from the office about one of the 912s not functioning right but then it cuts out but tom sees that shitty face of gene simmons and's like it's this motherfucker (laughs) we need to find him it turns out that uh it turns out that he is actually playing dr luther gene simmons um he is apparently a scientist, and we have a guy come up to him, and he's like, are you satisfied with the results of whatever fucking test they were working on? He's like, satisfied? I'm delighted. I'm ecstatic. And he says that in the most boring way, just like that. Like I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're super ecstatic, bro. He asks, where are the chips? And the scientist brings the chips to him, and he says, these chips are very valuable to the mafia, the mob, terrorist organizations, foreign agents, Anyway. What are
1: the, what's the mafia gonna do with those? Come on. <laughs> yeah, we need some chips. <laughs> uh, little pills. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look like chips. It's like he slides them out. like Or they look like, um, like rubber buttons, like really small rubber buttons that you would, like, press. Yes. On a remote.
0: It looks ridiculous. Yeah. Total, oh, God. And so apparently these are worth a ton of fucking money engineer guy whose name is harry gives him the chips but soon harry as soon as he's... who
1: is the dad yeah who's 10 month old you're like what's this man just lost his wife and his child is back at work
0: yes yes
1: yeah <laughs> He'll, this guy's life is upside down like
0: no harry is the guy Harry's his partner, but th- the other guy is... They just oh, call him Mr. That's Johnson. that's right.
1: Okay, so wait. Yeah,
0: Harry's the guy that he's in this room with Gene Simmons. Oh, and,
1: yeah, 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 you're right. And then and, Harry, wait, then the other guy walks Then
0: Mr. Johnson pops in, yeah, and he sees Harry dead because basically he gets killed by some robot, uh, like a little spider oh, robot. Yeah, we're
1: introduced to the insect robots, which are deadly.
0: They are very deadly because Gene Simmons totally fucks this dude over. He gives him a big old suitcase of cash for the chips. And then it's all fake. Monopoly money. Yeah, he didn't even print the other side. He just printed one side. He's like, "Fuck you, my robot will kill you." By the time you even do anything, and he dies. And Mr. Johnson sees it. He's like, "Oh fuck, I need to get out of here."
1: That was so funny. Like just the discovery of the money. I was like, "It's not. Of course, it's not real money." Also, Gene Simmons disappeared. Like at one of his concerts. Like poof, he's gone.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. He just fucking goes out of the scene. Yeah. And he's like, "That's it. I'm done for the day." And we're now back with uh, Tom and Thompson. And uh, that would have been a better movie, Tom and Thompson. Yeah, that's great. And uh, some dude tells him that they can find Johnson on the fourth floor of this building that they're at. They head toward the building, but we see Simmons at the same time when they're leaving, grab some coffee right in the same area. So he's there stuck in the place. Tom kicks the door open. Johnson shoots at the door and Tom tells him to drop the gun. Johnson is surprised that it's actually the cops as he was definitely figuring out that. He was probably going to be getting killed next from Simmons. Johnson tells Tom that um, that he's crazy, can't go out there right now because he doesn't want to go out there. It's not safe. But Tom don't give a shit. He takes he takes uh, Mr. Johnson out there, and they and at the same time when they get out of the building, Mr. Johnson sees Simmons and he freaks out. Instead of going into the cop car where he probably would have been safer, he leaves the cop car. <laughs> He just decides to run down a fucking alley. He's a
1: runner. I'm seeing that as like a theme with him. He likes to run.
0: Yeah, he is definitely like the fight or flight. This motherfucker is a full flighter. I (laughs) was
1: going to say that, yeah. When it's fight or flight, he's a flighter.
0: He takes off and Gene Simmons heads and follows them. At the same time, we see Tom trying to chase this guy. So it's basically uh, Mr. Johnson, Tom chasing him, and then we have Gene Simmons following in the back. And this is when we find out, that gene simmons has like a special magic missile bullet fucking thing because he shoots it passes tom so it's like a heat seeking missile but it it knows who it's going for it, it, it like takes a full curve and goes all in circles and shit and it fucking shoots mr johnson dead like a, it kind of looks like a firework when it hits you <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really funny it looks really weird it's like someone just threw like one of those little I forget what you call them like during like when you get all the all the fireworks and shit like one of those little bottle rockets yeah it looks like a little yeah bottle. Yeah, yeah yes it looks like a bottle rocket hit you so then now we see Mr. Johnson he's dead Gene Simmons gets away and it's funny because we see um, Johnson describing uh, not Johnson we see Thompson describing what uh, Gene Simmons looked like and it's funny because the lady has this monitor and she's like okay it's a fucking photo of Gene Simmons like <laughs> he's not drawing this guy yeah she's like his eyes were a little more narrow but i'm like uh no you have it this is a photo of jean so it looks like
1: his tongue is like out we're like it's really weird he has a he has a long tongue
0: yeah yeah it was it was really weird like he kept sticking it out we don't know why
1: but he's a bad guy
0: yeah and we run into Marvin, he uses a bunch of fake scientific words, of course, and he notices that whatever was used to kill this dude is similar to what was used in, uh, in, is similar to what is used in rockets. He's, it picks up diphenyl compounds in tetrahydrocarbons. Tetras are explosives and diphenyls are solid propellants like they use in rockets. Yeah, he's
1: like, he's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's K on the periodic chart. It's potassium? like <laughs> none of this stuff made any sense.
0: Nothing. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I think
1: I feel like the director was like, "Well, just improvise." <laughs> so, just
0: kind of close your eyes, look in the dictionary, figure it out. Yeah. So they fi- they find out that uh, Mr. Johnson worked at a company called v- Vectrocon, one of the best made-up company names ever. And they head to this they head to VectroCon, they're talking to a security computer, Tom requests data files for David Johnson, oh his first name was David, so they, they asked for some files on him, the computer um, starts talking to him, and he actually compliments the computer, he's like, wow, that that's a pretty good voice, what is it, a 5590? <laughs> It's like oh my god, dude! So yeah, we get some. He's more, hitting uh, on the
1: computer. Yeah, he's like Johnson's really rolling your eyes like another girl. He's coming. My
0: God, he's just he can't stop. He's just always thinking about the next, <laughs> the next girl. Five
1: eh? ninety, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's her cup nice. size, you know.
0: <laughs> they find a bunch of basic information about Johnson, and they're not satisfied with it. The security guy says, "Well, sure, like." Like, what do you want to know? You want to know more? And he's like, yeah, tell me about this VectroCon security project. And the computer says that the information's classified. And it's funny because Tom gets mad at the computer. He's like, you keep quiet. Like, I'm not talking to He, like, got mad at it like a child. I'm like, okay, maybe try that line one more time, Tom. <laughs> I don't know if that really worked. And uh, then the security dude says, oh, shit, we have a runaway. And it just happens to be in this building. Good thing you're here. And this is when we see a very young Christy Alley. Which I was not expecting.
1: Neither was I. That was pretty shocking for me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? She's in this movie? Yeah, and then I was like, wait. Is, is Thompson only like going to end up with Chrissy Alley or Thompson here? Like, what's going on?
0: Yeah, I was very confused. And, you know, this movie still, even with the women that are in this movie, which aren't many, it still doesn't really pass that Bechtel test where I, I it's that test to see if um like in women in fiction if they're represented uh if they're represented in an equal way and i think it's at least two women have to be have to talk to each other about something other than a man and there has to be at least two women that have an actual name there are two women that have an actual name but i don't think they ever talk to each other <laughs> I, don't, I, don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember
1: any scenes with them together
0: <laughs> and even if they are in a scene I like, they Thompson don't talk.
1: like disappeared for a while
0: yeah she takes a little rain check she kind of <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was like, wait, where did she go? She's back at home taking care of Tom Selleck's kid.
0: Yeah, she's got a little side gig on Broadway. She just needed to (laughs) make a little extra case. So yeah, Christy Alley is in a fucking cubicle like office. There's a bunch of cubicles everywhere. And the robot is in there, and it looks basically like a printer that's moving around. It's going haywire. It shoots like fucking... Darth Sidious like Sith lightning at her. It shoots like a little taser light, and she's like, "Ouch!" <laughs> like, okay, these robots are really fucking dangerous, apparently. And Tom is like, "Oh man, we should we should go save her. Uh, she's very attractive." <laughs> like, Tom, Tom, you're supposed to say that in your head, dude. You're not supposed to just be exclaiming that some that the woman that's in trouble is attractive. What the hell's wrong with you, man? And apparently, it's a 577 Sentry with office checking routines on board. Looks like, for no reason at all, that it has this stupid taser. So he goes in to save Christy Alley. And it's so funny because he walks in and she's like, hey, watch out. Watch out for this guy. He's like, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. And he fucking gets tased hard. <laughs> like, Tom, you no, fucking you're not, up, Tom, dude.
1: Tom, no, you don't.
0: You don't. Oh, man. So he fights the robot, and it's so funny. You know how he destroys it. How does he destroy it? Do you remember how he destroys this robot?
1: No, because I was still at this point. Like I had walked into the kitchen. I had brought my computer screen. Here, <laughs> and I was still like, "Wait, Chrissy Allen." <laughs> so then I went on IMDb, and I was like, "Chrissy Allen. That was four cheers. Was this after?" <laughs> It should be before, right?
0: At least a little before. bit. It was before.
1: It was before. Yeah, just but a little I was bit then I went down the Chrissy Alley. You know, round hole oh, of like yeah. she was a Scientologist. She married her high school sweetheart. So I'm sorry, but I was putting up other facts.
0: It's all good. I I do know he ends up getting up to the little robot. He grabs a chair and just hits it over the he hits the robot with the chair like four times in a row it's <laughs> just just i'm like whoa man these guys these runaway squad cops are they know what they're doing they're oh just... badass. ass because no one else could do that so then uh so yeah they they do that they and then he's talking to christy alley he's like hey um you know this might this may have been a target thing situation you know like let me go and walk you to your car. And she's like, no, no, I'm okay. He's like, no, let me walk you. And he kind of grabs her arm and her purse falls. And all these fucking data chips fall out. And he's like, wait, what the fuck is this? So he starts talking to her. They're all and...
1: condoms. They're like modern condoms. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're just magnums. They just all come out. <laughs> and uh, he and she, she basically narcs on, on Luther, on Gene Simmons. She says that she, he made her grab all these chips from the vault. And she says that he's at the Ritz Hotel. So... They go out to the Ritz Hotel. I really
1: spilled the beans quick on that one. She
0: did. She didn't fucking.
1: There was she no, was... <laughs> yeah, pussyfooting putting around the truth. It was like, yeah, dude, uh, Luther, I'm involved with Luther as well. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm involved with Luther. He's a bad guy and he's at the Ritz Hotel. It's, it's the power of the mustache. It's got to be. I don't know. It's got to be something like that. So Tom and the crew head to the Ritz, and the cops say they can't hear or see shit right now. Apparently this is because they have have an EBS scrambler on, and they're also running water. (laughs) Okay. Okay, dude.
1: (laughs) The crazy thing about the scrambler is that it's actually in the water.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's made it two times stronger. We can't can't hear nothing. So uh, Tom decides he wants to go in there to see what's going on. He goes into one of the rooms. And uh, we just get uh, boobs for no fucking reason. This lady comes out with no top on. She's like, did I leave my person here? But at the same time, Thompson walks into the room right next door. And that's where we see Gene Simmons and a bunch of other dudes are obviously doing some kind of fucking deal of some sort, which I'm still not 100% sure what the fuck was going on. Uh, Simmons uh, blinks a few times. I thought that
1: that was the mafia.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, they got to be some sort of um, syndicate of some sort. Yeah. Uh, that have a lot of money and it's funny because when they come into the room Simmons just blinks gives like a, si- a blink signal and he has one of those fucking floaters that we saw earlier and it comes down from the ceiling and just shoots out a bunch of smoke and so now everyone starts shooting everybody he's blowing everybody away he's able to get Thompson in like the shoulder or the arm he tells Tom to drop his gun as he points it to to this lady that he's holding hostage that was just hanging out there. And then Simmons starts shooting all the police. Um, He tries to shoot Tom because Tom actually does drop his his gun, but he he misses him. And we see Tom chase him down. They head to the staircase of the hotel. And, of course, Tom looks down at the stairs and his vertigo kicks in. By the way.
1: Which is like, I thought (laughs) I was, okay, I have really bad vertigo. No shit, you do? I have Meniere's disease, yeah.
0: Oh my god! I didn't know that. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know very, everything very, about I want like to
1: admit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's an annoying thing that I've had to deal with since I was pretty young, like roller coasters, out of the question. But I can tell you that I can. I'm fine looking downstairs.
0: I was gonna just about to ask you that. I was like, because he's he needs no, to go upstairs. No, that's not a
1: thing. That is not a thing. But I will tell you, like elevators can fuck me up. Like I will get out of an elevator and have a few minutes where I need to just like, ooh, my brain needs oh, to like settle. But yeah. stairs, no, and I'm very afraid of heights and not like stairs, they're stairs.
0: Yeah, like you're on the ground, you, there's rails. Like What
1: this. I wanted at this point was a flashback.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I thought he was going to like, kind of like kick his head back toward the wall and try to breathe and start thinking about when he fucking – because we find out that – yeah, because we find out that he decided to go into the robotics or the fucking runaway squad because he couldn't get, catch some criminal in a warehouse because they went way up high and he couldn't move anymore because his vertigo hit him. And the guy ended up killing like six people. So then that's why he was like, fuck homicide. I'm going to deal with robots that kill people. Okay,
1: see, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that. That's a great idea. Wish you had been in not like yeah.
0: <laughs> so so of course uh the same fucking reporter is at the hotel. She just has she must have like a chip on him or something. She fucking knows everywhere this dude is. Thompson is going to the hospital at first. They find out because she has this bullet in her. But Tom pulls the paramedics aside. He tells him, dude, she can't move, man. That's not a bullet in her. That's a micro-missile explosive shell. Can you not tell? <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't tell. So, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? So Tom tells her to just sit tight. They Basically, they're going to need to take that out of her right then and there. Um, he's walking around. He's all pissed off. All of a sudden, the chief comes up. and He starts bitching at him because that's what that guy does really well. He's telling him that he had... Uh, that this had nothing to do with the Runaway Squad. That he shouldn't have even been here. And all these dudes are fucking dead now because of him. And Tom tells the chief that they they wanted some, uh, they wanted that bullet. That's a missile. That's what they're trying to buy. These um, these mob dudes or where the fuck they are. Then we see someone bringing in what looks like a another overhead projector. They kind of went with this design for everything. And apparently this is the robot that will pull out the bullet from Thompson's arm. But Tom is like, no, no, that thing's a year old. And it wasn't even reliable when it was in service. Like, we need to use something else. We got to find another way to take this bullet out. And he starts losing his shit. He tells everyone to fuck off. The chief pulls the media reporter out and starts doing the interview so that way he can get her away from, the, from him because he's, like, losing his shit and now we get to see like a full-blown tom saving thompson by getting the missile shell out of her it's super and exciting this
1: was really strange too because it was like it, he was playing doctor it was like an x-ray <laughs> what a way to bond honestly yeah and it also sometimes
0: feels like she's having a baby because he's like here we go there we go yes yes good job good job i can see it i can see it <laughs> i'm like okay dude like Feel the room, man. Like, you're trying to take out a missile from her arm. You're not, it's not a baby. She doesn't need to know that you can see it. Uh, he eventually does get it out.
1: The writer was like, how should they bond? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes, give him, put a missile in her arm.
0: <laughs> it always works.
1: Yeah, and then he has to get it. Women love doctors. <laughs> He'll pull it out of her arm. They're so, they'll sort of bond. He's saving her yet again
0: of course of course and so he does save her they end up at the hospital she's she leaves the hospital she's hunky-dory she's feeling good he uh he makes like a
1: little cast on but like she's fine
0: yeah she got a little cast but she's doing good and he asks her out for dinner and she like i think she just turns him down right like he's like nah she she kind of makes up some excuses she's like i'm good i'm good and yes and, uh, it's funny because he looks so confused. Like I've never heard. No, like what? <laughs> shit, what do I do now? So we're back at his house and he's telling his robot to stop making dinner because I guess he planned for this dinner to happen and, uh, she didn't end up showing up. So God, now no we son see- of a bitch. I know. I know. And now we see the damn kid in bed. And they have a conversation that doesn't matter. I'm not even sure what happens here. I think the kid says something like, I know you didn't mean those words you said, Dad. I saw it on T V when you told everyone to fuck off. You know <laughs> like...
1: When he whenever the kids started talking, I just put it on mute. I was like
0: <laughs> The kid scenes are
1: fucking torture." Like I know he's like I don't know maybe exactly what he's gonna say, like verbatim, but like you know, I know what he's saying. And it's annoying.
0: <laughs> and of course, the son asks, "Did Thompson come over
1: to the house tonight?" Wait, he like, wasn't. Was he in the bathrobe in this one too?
0: I can't remember. I think he may have been because it was nighttime. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For, he basically dresses like Sherlock Holmes. Like, who's home? Yeah, <laughs> with like the, the, where's his pipe? He's got like the bathrobe, the uh, the plaid, like. Uh, pajamas on this kid doesn't have a mom like how is he dressed like this what's going on
0: i know this kid is like i, I think he's tricking tom like i think the uh, the real kid is gone and this is just like some kid he brought in after his wife died and he's actually like 35
1: <laughs>
0: yeah oh god so we're back at the precinct, and Tom is looking feverishly at the missile bullet. And it looks like the bullet can be programmed to go at a certain person. This is when they find out. And it's really funny because Marv is like, yeah, everyone has their own specific heat signatures. Um, here's yours, and here's mine. I'm like, why do you have his heat signature like in file like that? It's an aura. It's like an aura
1: <laughs> that you can read.
0: I always keep this JPEG of your heat signature on my desktop just in case I need it. It's so weird. And uh, so they're talking about this, and Marv says, this is a police nightmare because these are smart bullets. They find out that the chips inside the bullets can override any domestic computer and turn it turn it into a killing machine. So this is why we had a couple of our little incidents that we've had so far. I don't know if they're all because of the chip, though, but uh, who cares? So they're looking at Simmons, uh, and they're seeing – it's weird because – I think I think they're looking at Simmons like a mugshot or something, but it's like moving. It looks like a GIF, like he's kind of like moving left to right, and they're like, it, "We gotta catch this dude!" Like, where the fuck is he? So now it looks like the police are gonna use a medium to find Simmons, um or like a a psychic or whatever, because he had. He, he oh yeah, this geek.
1: part was also like this was equivalent to the Chrissy Alley. They're like, "So are you gonna use the psychic?" And I'm like, "Wait, they mean physicist, right?" <laughs> and then they're like psychic
0: so even in the future psychics still have you know they have some credibility still you know they they're a
1: psychic who showed up i was like that's someone's mom like that's someone's mom from the set that they were like (laughs) can can you get your mom's out like uh martha in and like she'll she'll play the psychic
0: yes they give her a few lines and she says some shit like you and Dr. Luther are pieces of the same puzzle.
1: She's like, an old name. I'm like, that could be any fucking name. Yeah. Gig. She's like, no, it's old. And he's like, Lucifer, Lu- Luther, Lucifer, Luther. And it's like, whoa, you just jumped.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a scene. I'm like, why the fuck are we? What is happening
1: in, uh, you know, in my script writing classes? We're learning a lot about like scenes that aren't necessary. Yes. That was definitely one where I was like, yeah, this is not uh, conducive to the story. But the thing, so I looked this up, and then I went down a a different rabbit hole. (laughs) The guy who wrote this, who also wrote Jurassic Park, um, he went to a lot of psychics.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because I was like, what the fuck? What is the psychic thing?
0: So he has like a a fascination with these these. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, I was like, yeah, he is more like metaphysical than he is like scientific. If this, uh, you know, script says anything about how his brain works.
0: Yeah. Just like basic pseudoscience stuff, just to kind of get to the narrative that he wants to get to. He's like, I don't really give a fuck about accuracy. I'm just trying. I, but I, I'm so curious as to, this is the only reason I want to read the book is I'm so curious what the robots look like in the book, like how they describe them, because so far not impressed i am not terminator everybody fucking terminator came out the same year as this movie and you would never believe it because it feels like it's miles better
1: no i really wouldn't believe that
0: terminator feels like the future and it's not even really trying to be that futuristic like it's just crazy man so um we see the woman that was uh being held hostage earlier and she's in the precinct the cops are giving her shit and i think she asked tom for help he's like she's like hey you you help me earlier like help me he's like you're on your own kid and we actually hear we hear her call him a wiener head <laughs> she goes you
1: wiener head
0: <laughs> like, oh my god that's so good she kind him a fucking wiener head so tom runs into thompson and he's acting like he hasn't seen her in forever he hugs her marv tells tom that there are uh, photo templates around that would. wait I'm
1: was not, the woman in the hospital was that christie alley or that was someone else
0: that was Thompson. Christie Christy Ali, She's the not is back she? yet, is she? She's not back yet. She's gonna come back in a little bit. Yeah, in the next scene. They close out this scene. I freak Marv tells them something about photo templates around that would allow the crooks to Oh, so they're photo templates of these chips that would allow crooks to make more. So they're like freaking out. They're like, we gotta get this dude. We they we gotta get these templates because the templates are gonna is really what's gonna be the moneymaker because that means they basically have the blueprint to manufacture these chips so sim i just put that together right now y'all i didn't even know so then sim- simmons calls tom and oh yeah so simmons calls tom and tells him that he's lucky that he's alive and that he could tell he's trying to trace the call he knows everything
1: oh yeah and they're like get on this like get on the trace," like that. he yells to the rest of the office
0: yeah he's like get on get on and, and apparently Simmons tapped into the TV lines because he's able to see what everyone's doing.
1: Yeah, so they have to cover up.
0: They cover up the yeah, they cover it up. And he's like, "I want my girl," and by his girl he means Christy Alley. And now she's she's mad at Tom about not catching him. She's like, "You should have fucking caught him." She says um, he's smart and will know how to get um, how to what something about get out of the hotel. He'll he'll know how to get. From the hotel room and find her and kill her ass so she's like freaking out about it she's
1: basically like look tom Selleck, you think you're smart he's like four times as smart as you
0: yes <laughs> don't let your own mustache tom Selleck, you think you know
1: anything about robots he knows a lot more about robots <laughs> than you do
0: <laughs> you're playing checkers this dude is playing fucking 3d chess
1: yes <laughs> yeah my boyfriend's a rock star but he's also into robots
0: yes <laughs> I know, who looked at Gene Simmons and was like, there's our Dr. Luther. There yeah, is...
1: no kidding.
0: That is our guy. So, <laughs> we see Tom and to <laughs> Tom. Seller, it's like,
1: Tom Selleck was like, cop who's also a really genius, uh, a huge genius. <laughs> well,
0: well, somebody doubted it at first. Somebody doubted it, but then someone goes, we could get him glasses. Like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> yes. So now we see Tom Thompson and Christy Alley go. They have to go through a debug scan machine.
1: Yeah. Oh, so she gets naked.
0: This is the weirdest. This was so
1: weird. And like Thompson, you can tell she was like, he was literally, Pop Dog's like staring at Christy Alley. (laughs) <laughs> I felt at bad I was like Chrissy Alley you're a dumbass because he just wanted to see you naked I was like yeah yeah, yeah. you got bugs all over you get naked
0: <laughs> yeah he's like there's a bug in your bra there's a bug in your panties
1: <laughs> yeah but the, the bad thing is that Thompson is there with like kind of like looking down at the ground like clearly uncomfortable with like you this know whole, this
0: whole scenario. scenario.
1: yeah but she's like scanning Chrissy Alley's naked body
0: yeah, because we weren't there, but this is like the fourth time he's done this <laughs> with other people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's just standing there like he's not smoking a cigarette, but I feel like he is. And he's like, yeah, a little to the left. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yes.
1: Rubbing in that area. <laughs> it was so weird.
0: Yeah, because they're worried about, they're figuring out that that's why. Um, that's why Gene Simmons knew exactly where Christie was because he has all these bugs on her. Oh yeah, no, it
1: made perfect sense.
0: Yeah. Perfect sense.
1: And they were like looking, I I was thinking about this. I was like, so is this supposed to be like sexy or whatever? But the shot is like in such a way that like, it's like, you don't even see her collarbone.
0: Yes. It's super high up. She looks so awkward and sad and depressed that you feel bad for looking at the screen. You're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't look. i I don't know what else to do. I can't
1: look, but are you bugged? Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> and, like, why does Gene Simmons need six bugs on this lady? Like, just, God, what the fuck? So now we see Christy, Tom, and, and Thompson, and they head to the parking garage. The music is actually the only thing that woke me up at this point. I think it kicks in, and it kind of got me going. I was like, okay, cool. We're getting finally maybe something might happen. Maybe we'll see action in this action movie. And uh, it's, it's hilarious because – we see some guy come out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, man, like, hey, what's up, Tom? Like, it has, it's been a long time. And Tom's like, get away from the car. I
1: don't fucking trust anybody right
0: now. Luther is so powerful.
1: I also was like, who is? Is this, like, another cop? Was he going to put, like, a bug on the car? I didn't know what. He's yeah, like, don't like touch the car. Trust don't it. touch the car.
0: This is like the parking garage attendant that he sees every morning and says hi. And all of a sudden, he told this guy to fuck off. He's like, fuck you. Yeah, we all know
1: that guy too who's just like anxious. Like you're he's pretty nice most of the time, but then that one day you see him like you're like, Hey Roger, what's up? He's like, Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, Whoa, Roger it's
0: Like shit, man, sorry, caught you on a bad day. So this guy heads back and this is when we find out that kind of um kind of like in Total Recall where the taxis have like a little robot, instead of having a robot, they just literally have a mannequin in the front seat. It's a fucking mannequin. It doesn't move. It stays completely still. Like, what the fuck, man? You could have put a couple of bucks into this.
1: No, they they really couldn't.
0: Oh god. So now they're in the fucking car. Like they're,
1: from the, you know, uh the JC like store. They probably stole it the night before and they're like, Yeah, it'll do. <laughs> so
0: so yeah, somebody knew somebody, you know?
1: Or did they or did they just steal it?
0: They could have. They could have definitely just stole it. And so now they're in the car, and they're checking to see if they're being targeted. The car is so fucking weird because the targeting system in the car, it's just a bunch of laser grids. It's like a laser grid, but in the back of the car. So, like, in the back window. So you see, all of a sudden, this car is trailing them, and it has a whole fucking opening in the bottom that opens all the way. And they put these little drone... RC car robot things they kind of they don't look like RC cars though. They look like little UFO things They put them on the ground and they fucking start heading o- over to the car The car the cop car has like fucking tracking laser beam shit, and it's blowing them up, but they keep coming at them This scene is so fucking I, I almost lost my shit like I was like nothing is happening I'm just looking at these little RC cars and they're going down the highway, and they're chasing the cop car. There's not really a lot of dialogue going on here. You just hear the computer, like, calculating location. You know? <laughs> yeah. Target acquired. So yeah, so you hear all this bullshit they're going through. They don't know what's going on. They, they, they also go to a different cop car because they think that the car itself is bugged. So they go to a different cop car, all while still moving. So they, like, jump over to one. But they're still being tracked. They realize that it's actually Christy Alley's little handbag, that her handbag was bugged. They got all their clothes off, and they just weren't able to find out that the handbag also had a bug in it. So now that's why – so now they, they throw the fucking handbag. Oh, out. the
1: handbag, of course. <laughs>
0: And, like, four robots just collide into each other and explode. Scene ends. There, there's your action scene. Your, there's your crazy car chase, y'all. hope you enjoyed it. Uh, now we see Tom and Christy buying some sushi. Tom is very fucking chill. He's like, oh, just get yourself some sushi. Like, relax, baby. Um, this this could be a date. We don't know.
1: Yeah, another day at the office.
0: Yep. Tom going
1: turn me down, but you're right in front of me. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> so.
0: Simmons comes on, to, uh, comes on to Tom's headset, and he's like um, – he has to speak to Christy. He's with Officer Thompson. So Officer Thompson was at the same sushi restaurant, I guess, waiting waiting for them to come through, and she was sitting at a table. And they see that Simmons has a gun to Thompson, and Simmons tells Tom to give Christy the templates, those things that we were talking about earlier. She They decide to agree with this. But she splits the templates or some shit and gives some over to Tom. And she says something like, my insurance policy. And they trade off Thompson and Christy. So Christy heads over to Simmons. Simmons looks at the templates and he hugs her. Because she comes right at Simmons and kisses him. So yeah, I, did, I know. Like, I,
1: thought, I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, I was a little thrown off by that. I'm like, okay, I guess. I guess maybe she's just but he's trying, trying to hot. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: it would have been funny if he just, like, stuck his tongue down her mouth. Like, just the tongue. She just sucks on the tongue.
1: Oh, God. It was strange, though. I was like, really?
0: It was really weird. And then he notices that the templates aren't all there, and he just stabs her in the back of the head. By the way, everybody, this is a fucking restaurant with a bunch of people everywhere. <laughs>
1: And it was basically like a COVID restaurant too. Everyone's sitting outside, having yeah. a lovely time.
0: Yeah, there's beautiful water fountains, and beautiful lanterns. He dumps her, right? and it was
1: like basically it was like putting a. It was a crazy death. It's like he stuck a needle basically like in. Oh my god, it makes me like cringe. Like in the back of her skull, I, the base of yeah, her skull and her neck. Yeah, just a that's like. Rough. Yeah, like a needle. It was.
0: It was very fatality, like just like and just gets her and then he just throws her in the fountain and nobody reacts. No one gets up from their tables. They're like, Ah, oh, just another day No, way, no
1: again, way. it's like COVID basically and they're like, you know what? I've seen a lot of crazy shit recently
0: <laughs> like, Yeah, just like serious murdering
1: Christy Allen in the fountain. We're used to it.
0: You just see blood, though, just a blood drenched fountain. Yeah, but
1: it was like there was a fish element. There was like some bubbles. I can't. It was all very. It was a strange shot. Very strange. Interesting choice, director. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: so then at that very moment, I was Sim- definitely
1: surprised by that death. By the way, were you as well?
0: I was shocked. I thought she was going to beat through the end. I thought that he was gonna like you were saying you were kind of confused maybe that's gonna be the love interest i thought okay so thompson's gonna be a legitimate partner Thompson did a silent yes <laughs> she's like finally she's like i was worried i was so tired of him flirting with me and um she probably just wants to stay away from that creepy ass son like thompson's like he's tom is hot but his son's a fucking weirdo like it's not worth it so so then uh, I think Simmons shoots at Tom a couple times and then runs away. He goes to the fountain and he he runs really funny because like he's it's it's a fountain, so he's like trying not to he's trying not to fall. He jumps out the fountain. It's like a I don't know. It's like a six seven foot fall onto the concrete below. He falls for a second, but then by the time Tom and the other cops get to the bottom, they can't find him. And I'm like, guy, he probably didn't go that far and he isn't. He's literally about 20 yards away staring at them in the, in some bushes and they're just like, "Well, he got away."
1: <laughs> he's gone now.
0: <laughs> Good job. Good job, Dr. Luther. You're a very elusive motherfucker. Cuz like he's right there. So then right from there we see uh, we see Tom talking to the chief and he's pissed off. He's like, "Great job. You fucking lost him, you son of a bitch." And Tom tells him, "Well, I did plant a bug on him." And Right at that same moment, we have Thompson come in. She's like, "We found, we we got a read on the bug. He's at the hospital. Maybe he got hurt." And so they get to the hospital. There are like, I don't know if you saw this, but there are like forty cops in the hospital for this one dude. Like he's, I get he's dangerous, but he's (laughs) like, what the fuck? He doesn't like he rolls with the squad. Like you don't need forty cops. Plus, he probably saw these dudes and was like. Something's afoot. I should get out of here. There's like 40 cops here. So they go into, apparently he's in the shitter, and they uh, they wait. All these cops ready to get him, but they wait. They wait for Tom. They wait for him to do his thing. So he goes into the shitter, and they track the the bug, and he just placed the bug on a roll of toilet paper. Tricked him. He's, he's so elusive. He's gotten away again. So then they send in Sally, the most technologically profound of them all, because she's wearing glasses, so you can tell. She's real smart. She's a real nerd. She's a real fucking nerd. (laughs) And she, uh, I really like her character. I wish she had more lines. Um, I just like a, I love a woman that, like, looks really pretty, but then has giant wireframe glasses. Like, (laughs) Like, there's just something about that. I just enjoy it. Yeah. So she was it Yeah, it's kind of sexy. Uh, you like it's kind of like um you remember that movie she's all I think it's called She's All That where it's a really pretty girl and she has glasses and that's supposed to mean she's not pretty. Oh and then
1: they take <laughs> the glasses off and they're like, "Whoa."
0: Holy shit. She's like she's like a 10 now. Anyway, so <laughs> she's analyzing the bug and she's looking through and all of a sudden we see one of the little spider robot. And the spider robot jumps at her fucking sticks a needle underneath her chin and then explodes in her chest.
1: <laughs> this was another death I didn't see coming, I have to say. <laughs> it's like, it's like the I fuck? was like, wait a second, doesn't she know everything about robots? So I guess not.
0: Not about spider bots, because this motherfucker blows her up. Those
1: spider bo- bots were tricky.
0: They were tricky because... They kind of rope-a-dope you because they, sometimes they seem slow as fuck like a kid's toy. And other times they will jump at you like a fucking viper. It's weird. Yeah. Very unassuming. You know, at first you're not worried about them. So then we see Simmons dressed as a cop. This motherfucker gets into the precinct like nothing in a cop uniform.
1: He's like, catch me if you can.
0: Total catch me if you can. Because Gene Simmons, you, would not, you wouldn't notice him, right? Because I would fucking notice him. I would be like, who's this fucking dude? With a shit eating grin like that's not a cop and uh he uses a fucking eyeball. I don't know whose eyeball this is. I don't know if this is another cop's eyeball. I don't know where the eyeball, eyeball
1: comes from. we never know.
0: yeah, we don't know but he was able to use it to scan into the computer and he starts looking in a Tom's file and or his his cop profile I guess is there in the computer and then he sees that he has a young son. And he makes that weird grin face, and it made me very un- uncomfortable. Yeah, he
1: didn't have a lot of lines in this film. I noticed that.
0: Yeah, they, they really just relied on the shit eating grin. They're like, "There's your moneymaker. Don't say words," because he can't act. Like he just can't. He says words like they come out. Yeah. So now we're um we're at the precinct, and Tom sees that his computer is left on the screen that shows he has a he has a son. <laughs> there's like no
1: codes i mean there's like it's it's really easy to break into this thing
0: yeah really really easy all you need is someone's eye he shows
1: up he's in the bathrobe he's got a pipe in his mouth
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he heads to his house because he's like oh shit there's like something's going on we see that his stereo system uh robot has been all fucked up she's just Poor, is it Lois or Louise? I don't remember. Louise, I
1: don't know. Or Lois, maybe, I don't know. It could have
0: been Lois. <laughs> fucking who cares? So, the robot says that Bobby was kidnapped as the robot slowly malfunctions, so we get to see. She's
1: like, wow, you know, Louise, Lois, whatever your name is, like, way to let the kid get kidnapped. <laughs> like, great fucking nanny, all right? The kid's gone, all right?
0: Yep. Oh, this is so sad. Gene
1: Simmons just came in and just like punched her in the face and that was it. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. And you know that like, kid didn't fight it either. He was like, Okay, yeah, I'll go with you. He's like, Are you my new dad?
0: <laughs> yeah, kid. Go on, let's go.
1: He like packs this a nap sack, and he's like on his way. <laughs> he like grabs an orange on his <laughs> way out the
0: door. He's like, Will you give me a mommy? <laughs> oh, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> I was thinking that Gene Simmons at that time would say, I'll give you four mommies. <laughs> so so Simmons Simmon gets a hold of, I, I guess, I don't remember, but I guess he gets a hold of, of Tom and he tells him to bring the rest of the templates at a specific location. And he actually says, listen, sucker, which I loved. I had to write that down. Tom tells Thompson to stay, um, but she asks where, I think she says like, he tells Thompson to stay any, any because she
1: wants to come. And yeah, he's like basically like turns to her and is like, Don't fuck this up for me <laughs> Like he got real serious real fast. Oh, <laughs> oh so He's definitely way. got an angry streak in him, man. He's like, This is my kid
0: <laughs> We see Thompson checking on the robot and we hear Simmons asking where the other templates are from. And we see Tom arrive, and he's already nervous because, well, shit, it's a tall building under construction. Damn it. Uh, he's like, uh, Fuck the
1: kid. Let's go. <laughs> he's like, you know what? Eh, I'm young. I'm still
0: pretty fresh. I could have another one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thompson, Weird. what are your eggs like? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you will notice, by the way, y'all, that. And they mentioned this in The Grindman in a recent episode. Like, a lot of 80s movies end in, like, construction sites or warehouses.
1: Yeah. I
0: guess they're just super cheap to shoot in. But <laughs> we end up in sort of a warehouse construction site set up here. He, he balls up, man. He gets into the elevator. But uh, it's I,
1: almost like this construction site was a character in the scene. Because literally the beginning of this, or, like, the first part of him getting even to the bad guy, it's like, Was him struggling so much with this elevator? Yes,
0: yeah. He has his like eyes closed and he's clinging to the to the gate, like the fencing around it, and he's just focusing and being brave. And he gets over to the top floor. He sees Simmons with the with the kid, and it's so funny. It's very easy. Uh, Simmons just lets the kid go. And the son doesn't seem scared at all, which is hilarious. This kid is dead inside. He's not freaking out. He's not He's, not right. He's like
1: on the elevator, and the little, uh, the little robot uh, insects get him.
0: Yeah, because uh, he sends the kid to the. He tells the kid go to you know. Basically, the plan was Simmons wanted the kid to get to the elevator, so that's why he let him go so easily. He had he had this whole fucking plan, so he the kid gets to the elevator, and he tells. Tom, like, yeah, dude, once he gets to the very bottom, your fucking kid is toast. I got a bunch of spider robots. They're loaded with acid, dude. They're going to be, you're going to get fucked up, man. So then they show like a monitor and you see the kid's face and he's like, Dad, Dad, what do I do? (laughs) And, uh, we see our real hero of the movie, Officer Thompson, right when the elevator is about to get to the bottom where the spiders are. She comes through in a full, like in a nice dress with red high heels. She runs, jumps into the elevator before it hits the ground.
1: Yeah, I thought this was also that was interesting costume choice.
0: Yeah, I I felt like they wanted to show like she's a dancer, man. Like she's right like, on, on her feet. I think <laughs> it's a weird sequence of events in this whole the way this movie ends you yeah it
1: was a quick ending too
0: oh god and so she pushes the kid up the elevator she climbs up as well in her high heels she doesn't take them off
1: yeah she's a dancer
0: it's really fucking weird i was like why don't you just take them off and it's funny because the little spider robots are kind of getting to her but they look so slow and she's just not worried they don't do shit she gets up from there um the i think we She dodges him, then Tom, of course, he's all pissed off uh, that he tried to kill this kid, and there's a whole fire fight between him and Simmons. Tom manages to get the uh, construction elevator, and it looks like it heads all the way up to the very top of the building, so he's there. Everything slows down for a moment as we see Tom look out of the elevator all the way down to the city streets. He's like freaking the fuck out, of course. Um, and the elevator won't work anymore, so he opens the elevator panel to hit the system restart button, but he doesn't end up hitting it. We then see a bunch of these little spider robots get onto the elevator, and they're making their little cute tiny robot noises, like, and they're coming at him. But they go at the they go at him super quick, though. This is another time where they're slow sometimes, but they fucking jump at him really fast. He destroys one of them, but they do a they do throw a bit of acid on his face. Uh, So he becomes almost 2 faced. like He's, like, burned on one side of his whole face. I mean,
1: when Thompson...
0: Yeah, well, yeah, go on. Yeah. So Tom manages to get on the outside of the elevator, and he's climbing around, but one of the spider robots, like, stab him in the fucking hand with their little pokey thing. And he almost falls out, but miraculously, this dude grabs into the railing of the elevator. He does, like... He's now underneath the fucking elevator. This is, like... The ending of this movie is... Tom versus Construction Elevator site. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing happening. Like, I'm like, where the fuck is Simmons at? What is he doing? Is he just chilling right now? He's telling kind of, you it was a
1: character, yeah.
0: It's so weird. He does like a monkey bar thing under the elevator to get to a panel that he can open up. He's trying to restart it or some shit. He sees one of the spider bots and he fries it with some loose line that's just kind of hanging. <laughs> he hits a button on the elevator. And the elevator heads down and with all the might of his mustache, Tom manages to get back into the elevator as it starts going down. And of course, Simmons is just there waiting for him with a big ass grin on his face. Simmons comes up to him with his gun and he says something like, That's good, Tom, but not good enough. Enjoy the view. Then all of a sudden, Tom hits the elevator button and it continues to head down. Simmons loses his balance when Tom stops the elevator and he falls off. And he gets attacked by his own spider robots, so apparently they're not programmed that well.
1: Yeah, that was another twist I didn't see coming.
0: I was like, what? They're not going to, like, fight each other? They're going to death by spider bots?
1: Yeah. Death by his own robots. I wrote that at the end. Death by his own robots.
0: I'm like, how did you not program them to avoid you? You're like the creator guy. Like, it should be like one of those situations where... They fuck everyone else up, but they know your heat signature. We've been learning about heat signatures and how he's able to program these things, but he gets killed by his – it felt so cheap, like a cheap-ass death. Um, And so they fuck him up, throw a bunch of acid in him. Uh, Tom and his uh, shit kid and Thompson are reunited after the battle. Thompson is sporting one hell of a perm, by the way. This is when I really did notice the perm is on point. Is just amazing.
1: Yeah, all that fluff.
0: They get to the ground level. Tom sends Thompson and the kid to the car. Tom leans in to check on Simmons. <laughs> he checks his pulse. And of course this son of a bitch pops up out of nowhere and just screams in his face. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did he do that for? He didn't say any words. He just screams in his face and dies. Tom has no reaction, by the way. Didn't get terrified. He's like... In there, done that. I've had that they happen.
1: Another day at the office.
0: Yep, because I would have shit my pants. Tom turns around and sees Thompson looking at him. He hobbles to her. She says he looks awful, and he says he thinks he has overcome his fear of heights.
1: Yeah, he does look awful.
0: He looks like I Jesus. was like,
1: whoa. I mean, because he had, you know, his whole face was, or half of his face was burned on both sides burned. And then there's, like, there's these weird slits.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's fucked up like charred and stabbed and Yeah. especially in the face like, not like really hot. Face yeah in it face. wasn't
1: like a hot like Indiana Jones like hot beat up it was like ugly <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're like right. Toulton, don't don't let him ruin your dress
0: oh my god so he says how about dinner and uh no she says actually she says how about dinner and he's like dinner and he says just because you're a woman it shouldn't make a difference, right? She says, Right. And they have the least romantic kiss I've seen in a while. Is, I didn't
1: understand that line. Shouldn't make a difference.
0: Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they start kissing. Tom tries to take a booger out of her nose and Yeah, he,
1: that was also <laughs> really weird. <laughs> like what is he doing? It was <laughs> kind you know of sweet. They're... It was like if people had been together for like two years, and he's like, Oh, she's so cute. She has got something in her nose. See, you got
0: a little hangy. You got a little hangier at the living it for it. But it, for it.
1: they're, I don't know, they're partners.
0: I know. Like, it's like they've known each other for years. And of course, of course, Tom says, Can you cook? <laughs> or something like
1: that. Yeah, he did. He didn't. She was kind of like, Yeah, you know I can. <laughs>
0: And then uh, the movie closes out as they make out under the sparks of the broken construction elevator that Tom defeated. Yeah,
1: the son's just dead, like.
0: Yeah, what's the sun? The sun's just like in the corner, like grabbing his.
1: Sun's like holding that ten month old baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is the baby? <laughs> Was the baby there? No, right? They left. No, the baby, the baby.
1: disappeared after that scene.
0: Yeah, they just the uh, the baby's gone.
1: He was sent to a modern orphanage that's run by robots.
0: <laughs> uh, and, and so the son gets what he wanted. He gets his mom. End of movie. Holy shit. Runaway, 1984. My God. There were a lot of uh, pretty interesting characters throughout this movie. And, um, so, you know, the, not the greatest performances, but there were definitely a few in there. And this is a little segment that I like to call quick impressions what modifications were made to the robot i I didn't make any modifications i didn't touch that thing then why has it gone out of control well how how should i know you think i should have some idea what what, what, why it's doing this how should i know take it easy i'm just asking well don't ask i don't know what about the gun it's got a gun yes oh my god he's crazy who's crazy my god he's crazy Who's crazy? No television, no pictures. I won't be on television. No pictures, no television. What was his problem? Yeah, he was really upset. That was very hot stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay. First of all, good job. That entire scene. Also, at the time, I was like so confused. I was like, wait a second, is there is there a man in there again? A very Dateline. Is there a woman (laughs) who's like? Like as postpartum and is killed. Like all, like what is going on? <laughs> it's
0: real weird. It's such a weird scene. The way that worked out, I was like, what so the weird? Going? Oh my god! Oh, uh, that was fun. Uh, did you happen to have an impression you would like to do? You're welcome to do one.
1: I don't have them verbatim, except for my one. I mean, I already said it once. People are probably sick of me saying it, but uh, my, uh, I was gonna be a dancer, but then I became a robot expert. <laughs>
0: You you need to work that in. You need to work that into a a, a date, uh, one of your Hinge dates.
1: Yeah, actually, that should be on my Hinge profile.
0: Dude, That
1: was dude, gonna be a. It's
0: <laughs> a fantastic idea. But
1: then I became a robot expert.
0: <laughs> well, I want to let you know that this is actually the rating section of the podcast, and to just so you know the rules, I rate all my movies by by certain mustaches. So. If it's a really badass freaking movie, it gets the full Fu Manchu recommendation. If it's a pretty badass movie, it gets the Walrus mustache. If it's like a eh so-so, it gets the horseshoe mustache. And if it's like a fucking don't ever want to watch this again, let it burn in hell, it is the Adolf Hitler mustache or as some say the toothbrush mustache. How would uh how would you rate this movie, Grace?
1: <laughs> Like, I don't want to see it again, but I can appreciate it, you know? Um, and I, I walked away with some great quotes and definitely yeah. some, like, some fun facts on the, like, Chrissy you know? And, uh, and the kid. The kid <laughs> and the guy who wrote this. He's, like, 6'9".
0: No shit. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. So <laughs> I did learn something. So I'd say it's, like, the badass one, the middle one.
0: Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. So that is the walrus mustache. I would give this – I got to go horseshoe mustache with this. You're right. It is a watch like there's a lot of quotable moments. There's a lot of weird shit. The movie does not work at all. No. The robots are all like very uh, rudimentary fucking things. They look like little battle bots that you see on TV now where they have the little bots fight each other. Yeah. That's basically what they look like. I still – can't fathom the fact that the movie wanted me to believe that this overhead projector robot could shoot a 357 Magnum gun, like with one claw. I was just that immediately. And that's like in the beginning and I was like already pissed off. I was like, God damn it. But then there's like little moments here and there that make it worth at least a good watch. Like I think, I think everyone should at least watch this once. You can find the cut of it on YouTube that's free. It's a weird cut because it's like on a t- it's like the YouTube screen, but then a little tinier screen. <laughs>
1: yeah, I zoomed in on my screen when I watched it. Oh,
0: genius. <laughs> and uh, so there's workarounds, y'all. There's workarounds. You can still enjoy this movie. And I actually rented it on Voodoo, and it is a way – it looks too good for its own good like it looked really good i was like is this is there a blu-ray release to this it was like a 4k and shit. i was like you could see every bristle of tom Selleck's mustache <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a really good look um it was shot really well it was shot in some special panna some shit. i don't know what it was called but it was a very special way of shooting a film apparently back then and it looks good so i just i give it the horseshoe give it a one watch maybe see some of the lines you can mention them to your friends later or some shit but yeah it was it was a it was an experience it was actually way more fun to talk about i think than to watch personally um yes i would agree with that <laughs> so do you have any uh any plugs anything you'd want the listeners to know about
1: um well no because of like covid i'm not performing right now um do you, I guess, follow you, me on Instagram at Grace Harriman?
0: Awesome, awesome. Do you have uh, do you do you Twitter?
1: You know what? I'm not tweeting right now. I got off uh, I actually got off social media for a while during COVID and now mm-hmm. I'm back on Instagram.
0: Okay, okay, cool. I've seen you popping some stuff up on Instagram. Good, I, today I actually saw one that was hilarious. So, yes, yes, follow her on Instagram. Get the funnies. The funnies are good. Especially right now. We all need us we all need to find a way to smile through our pain.
1: <laughs> yes, we do.
0: And as you all know, you can find the show at Mustachio Podcastio M-O-U-S-T-A-O on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter at M podcastio. Rate and review the show if it's five stars. Hell yeah, anything less, just direct message me. You don't need to rate it. Just direct message me. We'll talk it out. We'll figure out why you don't like it. And maybe I'll make some changes. You don't know that. And uh, yeah, I had a really good time with this. Thank you so much, Grace. I Thank really you I so feel much it. for having me. I love this. Hell yeah. Bye. <laughs>